Hey, everybody. It's Friday, February 23rd. We have special guest host Daniel Govert with hey us yo. today. Finally rounding out. Kyle's finally coming back from Disney. But today we're going to talk about VinFast and Toyota incentives and a dealer governor in West Virginia. Maybe. It's kind of a maybe. DG, what's up today? Man, I, I just reorganized all my age inventory alphabetically during that intro. That was... Did you... <laughs> So he was a little tiny inventory then. I'm report. I'm reporting live from uh, Beaver Toyota in Cumming, Georgia, and as as you very accurately stated, one of the most special places in automotive. Without a I doubt. would think this is almost required. Can we make a suggestion to NADA? Yes. NCM? This <laughs> should be re- this should be a required field trip. And you know what the thing is, Patrick would love it. I mean, I bet you'd have to convince him at first. He'd be like, ah, guys, come on, you know, like, no, no. like this is special. Of you need, people need to come here. Without a doubt, without a doubt, it is special. Well, it is Friday. Um, we have 81 days until Asotocon. Not that we're counting, releasing more speakers on the website every day. If you haven't gone to asotocon.com yet and clicked on the speakers tab or scroll down and, and see the speakers, you're gonna see all the things that you missed. We had a conversation yesterday uh, with someone who said, I go to a lot of events and so I don't really feel like I miss out on much, but last year in Asotocon, I can legitimately say, I felt like I missed something big. I was like, good, then we did our job right. But uh, this year's Asotocon is going to be something very, very special. We have over 50 speakers coming in, representing uh, over 1,000 rooftops for sure, maybe maybe even more once we we lock it in. We're going to have dealer association presidents all over the place. We're going to have uh, Wokan is doing a breakfast event on day one. We have Will Gadara, New York Times bestseller of Unreasonable Hospitality, as our main keynote speaker and all types of things you can still get early bird tickets if you go to asotocon.com. Daniel, and plus, we're only going there, all of us, to see you, sir. I mean, avoid the FOMO, right? It's really, you're doing a public service. Avoid the FOMO. You know, <laughs> you don't want to be left out of the conversation. And that's actually, you know what, honestly, different at Asotocon, you be part of the conversation. You go there actually part Le- of the conversation. Legit-wise, and I hate the fact that community has become a buzzword because everybody uses it. But the reality is like a community is when people talk and listen to one another, care about one another's opinions, decide to like, hey, let's let's like do something together. And that's that's what happens at a SodaCon. So we want you to be there. Just want you to yeah, be there. Don't 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 save yourself the heartache now, honestly. <laughs> and then and then I mean what? And it's and it's such a cool venue too. So like and and I, if you I said it the last time, you want to see how people are actually doing something, you want to talk to a company that will show you how they're helping somebody, not just the idea of a pitch. Yep. This is the best atmosphere to do it in. Well, hopefully no one's going to get to the point. I'm not even thinking about like when they decided not to go, but like when we're like tickets are sold out and you're like, crap, I was going to wait to that last three weeks to buy my ticket. Just don't do that. Don't do that. Just get it now and save some money. Right. Everybody loves to save money. Uh, Speaking of saving money. Good segue. Tell you the segue game has been a little off this week because Kyle's not here. Um, New EV entrant. OEM, VinFast, we've been talking about them. They are confident that their path to profitability is going to stay true despite a widening Q4 loss. Um, So they have ambitious goals for 2024, but basically their Q4 loss is deepened by 3.5% quarter over quarter, totaling $650 million quarterly loss, signaling a a 1.3% increase uh, over 22 to 2022. So they're saying this year, 2024, they're going to triple their sales to 100,000 units in 2024, despite missing their $50,000, I mean, 50,000 unit mark in 2023. So they sold, I think, 34,000 and they were targeting 50,000. They are expanding globally. They're opening this new plant in North Carolina. And uh, 
uh, state uh, chairwoman Lei Thithu Thoi says this year, since we're expanding globally, we're confident we're going to achieve uh, the guidance we're giving now. And I think the 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 little thing in the back pocket, why I think they might hit it if they can make the cars, is because they've brought dealers into the fold in the U.S. It's my perspective. Yeah, I'll take the dollar that you were going to give me for for promoting Sodocon. I'll take a dollar and bet it that Vinfast would be successful. Great. <laughs> and none of this none of this is surprising anyway. Like this is first of all their loss compared to everyone else's losses that they're announcing in that. Okay, first of all, let me say this because this is I don't take any joy in saying this. Still less than Rivian. Yeah, Rivian. We we talked about it uh, yesterday. It was like one point three billion. Billion right? down from one point five billion, from, right? And that's that's from that's from a CEO that that said like, can you imagine owning a gas station in five years? Like, what is that about? Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh oh, we lost Daniel. He gone. He dropped out. He'll come back. But yeah, I mean that's the realistic picture. You know, Vinfast soliciting the dealership model understanding that the way they're going to get cars in customers' hands, where they're going to sell them properly, merchandise them properly, get people to be exposed to them is through dealer network. I know they have lots planned. I think, I can't remember if it's them or Fisker has 70, they have 70 dealers lined up or they're talking to 70 people. I know some of the earliest VinFast dealers, the Leith Group had uh, is the first VinFast dealer um, and then like others, but the Leith group is right down the road from the factory. So we're going to try to get them out to a SodaCon, but you know, the dealer network is the way forward. Yeah. You know, I think they make smart moves and they, they're going about it. They're, you know, they tested the market. They looked at the market they're making smart moves about it. I don't think their goals are unrealistic. And if you looked at what they missed their target by, yeah, comparatively speaking, that's, that's actually pretty close. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it could legitimately come down. Like, can we produce, vehicles enough that have enough initial quality enough range that the u.s consumer is going to say all right yeah we're willing to give it a try well we're going to find and a, out and a, and a financial payment which is really what i'm just becoming more and more convinced of it's about what can i what absolutely. can i put this in my garage for absolutely well well speaking speaking of something you can put in your garage for Stop. a significant discount and you're, you're in a Toyota store right now, a large one. Maybe we'll have you walk the lot to see if you can find one of these. But Toyota is slashing $40,000 off its hydrogen-powered Mirai, uh, the MSRP. As Shell recently announced, uh, Shell Hydrogen announced that it's closing some hydrogen fueling stations in California, uh, which are kind of complicating that, letting Toyota say, like, hey, we need to sell these cars. The offer is exclusive to California also includes not only $40,000 um, on the hood, but also $15,000 in fuel savings. So like basically you can spend that on hydrogen fuel. If you can find hydrogen fuel, including also 0% financing on top of that. So if you add up the $40,000, the $15,000 in fuel, the savings on financing, when the, the rates are, we know what they are now, that's over $60,000 in savings. The MSRP on this vehicle is 67095 So basically with the $40,000, I mean, you could drive this really nice car home if you can get hydrogen in it for like in yeah, the I mean, low 20s. And finally, good news for California, right? Come on. It's <laughs> good news. There's a, there's a plus. That's only oh. for California. Yeah, right. I don't oh. know where you get hydrogen. Does Costco sell it? In, in California? Yeah. I don't know. I think, it's, I think if you live in California, you should at least go try it and tell us how it is. I have you ever driven a hydrogen car or heard one or been around one? Not to my, not knowledgeably. Not well, knowingly. you would probably know it if you were. I think, 
I like them. I mean, it's like a combustion engine. It sounds a little cooler. Um, sounds a little I more. I think the reason this is like news is because Toyota's sort of that's their thing is going to be hydrogen, right? And once they get you know, and and they are improving on their technology for it and making it more accessible. I think the reason this is news, other than just the fact that this is such a massive savings, giving us a bit of a a, a sneak peek into what manufacturer margins are, and they manufacture these vehicles. Oh, there's no margin. They're that they they're losing money on these. This is interesting <laughs> because this is what their strategy is, right? And so, like, I don't, but I also don't want this to be the sacrificial goat to be like why hydrogen isn't viable just because of this one particular model. Yeah. So I don't know how much you're going to learn about this for the future of hydrogen, but I do think it's definitely a deal worth worth looking at for sure because that puts it less than a Corolla, then, right? If it's sixty-seven less forty grand. Oh yeah, it's going to be like twenty. Yeah, it's going to be like low twenties. You can drive this, and it's like a luxury vehicle inside. I don't know. So, I, mean, I mean, I think of hydrogen not? infrastructure. And I, I don't. I haven't looked enough into it. I feel like building hydrogen infrastructure would be a lot easier than building EV in, infrastructure, honestly, because it's like stored in a tank, like gasoline, yeah. okay. and then you just have a filling station network which already exists. So it's like, do you just like need another tank at the same location with some kind of pump? It, I don't know. It feels I, like simpler, but you know, the government's going to somebody put together my IKEA furniture. So I'm not. I don't. Know. <laughs> Sounds difficult either way. Oh, you, are you the guy they modeled those little the little figures in the IKEA furniture Can they instructions? Just tell me if there's an exact amount of screws, or they're going to be extra. Like oh, that would help me immensely. There's nothing worse than the extra or screws. Or there's not enough. I think I think general practice is I think they put one extra in there. Maybe and I'm, I'm very far off then. If it's one, this has been <laughs> most. That's why most of the IKEA furniture in our house is secured to the wall. So you know, just. Just in just in case, just in case. All right, well, last story today is a fun one. Is it possible that the next governor of West Virginia could be a dealer? Well, Chris Miller, a Southwest Virginia auto dealer, is stepping into the political ring with a vision to overhaul the state's economy. So uh, Chris Miller owns the Dutch Miller Auto Group, which he operates with his family. They have 13 stores, uh, one in Southwest Virginia town of Wytheville, and they also have dealers in Virginia, North Carolina, and Kansas. So basically... Um, with a focus on economic development, problem solving, he wants to tackle the state's socioeconomic economic challenges by running it like a business. He's got a personal journey from battling addiction to becoming a successful business owner and now a gubernatorial candidate. He said, end quote, at the end of the day, if I ran my business the way the government spends our tax dollars, I'd be broke. I don't know. What do you think? Is the dealer going to fix West Virginia? I'm I'm rooting for him. I mean, honestly, I I, I think I have if, a T-shirt. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, because this is I mean, this is exactly this to me. This makes all the sense in the world. This is someone who's going to look at it. We know car dealers are not only adaptable. We know that we look know how to look at data. We know um, definitely understand the human connection element. The sent know how to read sentiment, right? Mm -hmm. And this is someone who's had a successful business in a state that isn't yet so much known for having successful businesses yeah so good. that and probably 10 more reasons i could think of off the top of my head i think this is this is this isn't just the mirai of the west virginia elections this is actually a good idea yeah it makes sense from from a lot of different really i mean someone who's done it someone who's been successful someone who knows the background and car dealers in general look at everything that we have to go through and everything that we have to adapt to be successful. Yeah. I think you could, I, I think you could do a lot worse. Yeah. And you know, I think like dealers just in general have number one, a, a significant resilience to changing climate, changing business climate, changing economic climate, all these things. But typically speaking, 
like you said, a dealer has a really good feel for the pulse of the community and they have to, right? You have to, if you're going to operate a successful dealership anywhere, he's got 13 successful dealerships. Uh, it'd be really cool to be like, Hey, there's a Wouldn't be the first car dealer. I don't think. Right? Absolutely. So, no, definitely not. Definitely. I, mean, I think that, I think we should find out more about it. And I think that he should be able to reach out to us and see what resources we, we can offer to help back it, even though we may not be West Virginians, but I think this is a pretty cool thing. Do you know what's close to West Virginia? Baltimore. North, oh, yeah. North Virginia. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll try to get him out to a soda con. He we're, should we're, be a speaker. We, he should be. All right. Consider it a challenge. We're going to see if we can get uh, gubernatorial candidate Chris Miller out to a soda con in May. Maybe he can give us a little bit of uh, his, his stump speech, and I'm sure he'll uh, meet lots of support. And probably a lot of people, like you said, like, what can we do to support this? Um, all we can do. Yeah, I mean, I think the best platform for him to be on is probably going to be the wheelhouse. And I think we'll have an engaging discussion there. Do it. About Let's it. get him on the wheelhouse. Okay. Perfect. Going to work on that. Well, DJ, thank you so much for filling in today. Always a pleasure. Um, thank you so much. Hey, whatever you're doing, we know if it's Saturday, you're a dealer, you're connecting with people, you're selling cars, but make sure you make it about just a little bit more than cars. <laughs>